Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. This is your host, Grace Warren, along with my co-host. Hi, this is Marsha Talbot, Associate Broker, Better Homes and Gardens Rand, on this beautiful Sunday day. Yeah, it's very pretty outside, and I looked at the weather forecast. I think we're going to have some sunshine all week. Not so warm, but... I'll take the sunshine. <laughs> yeah, next week is supposed to be warmer, but rainy. I just looked at the, um, you know, like the long-term forecast this morning, and I was excited when I saw the temperatures, and then suddenly I noticed it was rain on every single one of them. But I well, guess you, that's what happens in the spring, right? Right. Well, you know, if you garden, um, vegetable garden, you're supposed to have planted your peas on the 17th the, of March? Uh, March. Yeah, you plant them early because they're an early crop. I hope I'm saying that right. Um but the ground was certainly... You can't even dig the ground right not. now. It's of frozen. Course. But I did um, actually take a whole bunch of forsythia and bring them in the house to force them. Oh, I, I did that actually a couple I did weeks th- ago. Me too, and I, this is my second Yeah, group. I have to do another group of it. And um, we turned our pond on yesterday, our waterfall, because yeah. we haven't had it on all winter. And my husband went out. Th- I didn't even know he was doing it. He just turned it on, and I could hear the water. I was like, oh, the pond is on. How happy. <laughs> Makes me very happy. Anyway, so how was your weekend, Marcia, and your week? We had a pretty busy week at we Better did. Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. We did because it was the our awards awards ga- the gala. gala. We have to say this right. We I think we're supposed to say gala, but I don't we know. I really can't get stopped. I can't get myself to say gala. Apparently, that's the the proper pronunciation. If somebody disagrees with that, hey, call us and tell us. But that's what we were told was the right way <laughs> right. to say it. So for a zillion years, you say gala, gala, no, son, son, and yeah, you got to keep say, changing yeah, it. Anyway, know. it was a big event, yeah. and our office had many award winners. Before we get into that, though, um, just everybody, if anybody would like to give us a call, um, you can reach us at 845 651 one 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 zero and ask us any real estate question you may have we don't mind if we go off topic it's fine with us so give us a call if you'd like but yes we had several award winners in our office quite a few and um we'll see if we can do do it by um memory right can we i don't i don't know um let's see so marcia and i both were award winners this year and and so was christine of our host so was liz Mm -hmm. In, our, in the Goshen office, Liz Ridgway and Suzanne Dermony, all five of us were award winners. So does really that nice. mean if you do the radio show, you become an award winner? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if that, maybe. I don't know if there's a correlation. Maybe there is. <laughs> but um, we also had several other people in our office. So there was ahead, Claudia, there was Chris, there was Kim. Sue Onderdonk. Sue Onderdonk. So there was quite a few, and I hope we didn't miss anybody. We missed some of the other people. Yes, we definitely did. Um, no, we said Christine. Yeah, um, let me just think for a minute, because I forgot to bring the um, the sheet with us. Um, Marie Altieri was an award winner. Yes. Um, she won the silver one. She earned a silver award. I keep saying one, but we didn't win it. <laughs> we earned them. <laughs> And um, Nikki, Nikki G was an award yes. winner, award recipient. Recipient. And I, I can't remember who. Oh, uh, Carol and Susan. And Susan. Carol uh. Rogers and Su- Susan Schneider. And uh, is, is Bridget Wallace. Yeah. And my headphone just broke, so I will pull another headphone right now. 
<laughs> so I, I guess I talk during this, this transition of headphones. Uh, anyway, it was very nice, and it and you go to these things to support your coworkers, and we have a wonderful team. And I think it was yes. There were like five hundred really... people at this award ceremony, so it was very nice, and it, it, was, it was a nice thing that Rand does for everybody. So it's not just award winners that go to this; it's every you know a lot of people that go. It was fun, and um, it's on the company, so yeah. that that's a very nice thing. Mm-hmm. And it's other offices, so you're into you're meeting people that you do business with, but that you may never have met by face. Right. You know. So it, it was especially I think the New s- Jersey agents. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't really get to meet them, and we do now. So the other thing is, what what have you done all week? I know you had a little bit of a. <laughs> well, I had um, during the week. I had appraisals and inspections, so that that went. Um, Rather interestingly. You had a closing this week or the last week, that big house on Minturn Road. Oh, that was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. But yeah. that was a great that was a great house. Well, what was so nice about it was I love historic homes. Mm-hmm. This was a vintage home. And I realized that in the last two, three weeks, I've closed on that. I've closed on a vintage home on Wheeler. And I've closed on a vintage home in Florida. Yeah. So the, these that house are, in Florida was a great house. Yes, that was um, my, my buyers were ama- were amazing, um, and it was that it's going to be wonderful. It's a beautiful old house, and what making year was some that changes. house built? That was built. There's some real. I I don't believe what the paperwork said, because if you look at the floors, to me it was transitional, because there's both wide board. And narrow board. So mm-hmm. I think it was Was probably, the narrow board up, up downstairs? Well, no, there's coverings. on the, So we can't see. But if you looked up from the basement, okay. you could see that there was wide board. But I believe, or my guess, is that it was around 1860s. Um, on the tax roll, it has it much later. But there had been other additions to the house. So I think they might have gone on the tax roll. On Main Street in Florida, a lot of those houses are built around that time. Because that's where it is, Main Street in Florida. And it it, it was a beautiful house. I'd shown it before. Joan told me, our our admin said that that was her favorite. She said, you sold my favorite house. She said, as a child, she used to drive by there. because It's very pretty. It is pretty. With the wraparound porch. But what I want to say is that often if you do have own a vintage home and you look at the tax rolls, they're not necessarily accurate to the time that the house was built. They're more accurate to the time it went on the tax roll. I had a house one many years ago that actually had a beehive oven, which they stopped making it around 1800s, 1810, 1790, somewhere in there. And they had the, the addition was probably about 1880. And so they had it on the tax roll is 1880. Okay. So, you know. Sometimes it, it does say estimated on there. I've noticed that. Yeah, that would have been on the listing itself, <laughs> but not necessarily on the tax roll itself. Maybe it does. I think I, maybe Whatever. some municipalities it was must do it. It was wrong. <laughs> but I think one of the things that we have is such a wide selection of newer homes, older homes, mid-century homes, which, of course, are now coming back. Yeah. So um, Actually, I have a, a house that may be coming on the market in um, in Greenwood Lake, and it's a contemporary-style home built in the 80s. And, you know, those used to be a little bit difficult to sell, but I think it's a, they, 
it, there's a change in mm-hmm. what Shift, people yeah. are looking for. And, you know, in the 80s, those houses were built. And for a while, they kind of were like, well, you, it was harder to sell. But I think now, because of this whole mid-century modern aesthetic that we are um, seeing in, in design trends, I think that that is making it a lot easier to sell those houses. Right. I, I, I agree. And I think that the buyer today is open. It's mm-hmm. not like, okay, I just want to have. It used to be the colonial for a long yeah. time. And that's why there's so many colonials built in Which 19... are great houses. Those yeah, I live in one. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, from like 1990 till just recently, that's all anybody was ever building, unless you had a really custom house. But it, it seems like things are changing a little bit now. I think so. And I'll be putting an older house on the market later today or tomorrow. Oh, really? And I just listed an older home. Well, this is a cute little older well, tell house. Tell me about your house, and we can when we come back later, I'll tell you about mine. Okay. Um, <laughs> it was uh, built around the 1930s, so it's that arts and crafts style, mm-hmm. uh, bungalow. But everyone, if you say bungalow, which is the official term, everybody thinks of the summer bungalow, and it's not that. Uh, freshly painted, it was... It has a grand counter. In the Warwick area? Yeah, it's in the Warwick area. It's close okay. to where I live. Do you know what the price is going to be? Two forty nine. Oh, so that's a great price point it's for a, right now. Yeah, it is. It'll sell very quickly, I'm sure. That's All right, we're going to take a quick break, <laughs> and we'll be right back. Keep on listening. This is Christine Koenig with Better Homes and Garden Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey, I focus my business in Orange, Sussex, and Passaic counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show. Mondays at 10 a.m. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time home buyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. Hi, it's Tom Fursey. Sing along and relive the memories of the 1980s with me on The Magic of the 80s. Saturdays beginning at 6 p.m. on WTBQ, playing the best music. Magic of the 80s. Ron and Amy and the Car Doctor right here on WTBQ Radio Worth Listening to. Sunday mornings, 8 a.m., 855-560-9900 is the Car Doctor hotline. Give me a call. Let's solve that problem together. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. 
Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I am your host. We're on WTBQ Radio, worth listening to. And I am Grace Warren from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. And I am here with uh, my friend, Marcia Talbot, Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Welcome back. Yes, welcome back, everybody. Uh, again, our phone number is 845-651-1110. And we were just talking about a listing that Marsha's putting on the market soon. It's an older listing and um, arts and crafts style. And I just put a listing on too, but the listing that I put on is in Wordsboro. <laughs> so it's a little well, bit out of our listening range. However, it is a great kind of weekend house it is directly on the dnh canal it's, if someone's into fly fishing trout fishing how large a property it's like a half of an acre mm. it's not a huge one but it's yeah. pretty private where it is i mean because the canal is in the backyard right and there's no homes close on either side so it's a pretty nice place it's been you know lots of updates in it and like new roof it has actually a new septic system it had the original cesspool in it before, but they changed, they replaced it with a real septic. It's two bedrooms. The kitchen's fairly new. It's a custom made kitchen, all new flooring. It's freshly painted. Sounds great. Great it's deck great, in the back that weekend. overlooks the water. I mean, if anybody's into fishing, I can't imagine they would not want this house. And the, the price tag is pretty reasonable too. It's $119,000. It's very inexpensive by yeah. our by Warwick standards. Yep, um, and it's close to the casino. It's not far from Bethel, so there's a lot of things to do up in that area. So one of the things we were talking about in the break were it's rentals. Rentals, yes. Um, because as we've said in the last few months, that inventory is low, um, and rentals are high are, are hard to find. Uh, but both Grace and I have rentals available in the village of Florida. Yeah, we have another one too, Mike. Mike, uh, Mike Semeca. Semeca, yeah, he has one house. as well too. So those are great homes. Um, I mean, the one you have is eight, 1800 You're dropping the price, you said? I just dropped it to 1800 uh, a month. And it's a um, house? It's a house at hardwood floors, um, has a full basement, doesn't have... It's very funny the way it was set up. It at one time had a garage, but it doesn't. But there is a full basement. Um, it's three bedrooms, uh, one bath, uh, one and a half bath. The That's one a bath fantastic been, deal for eighteen hundred dollars yeah. a month for a, a house. I, so one people, bath, if you're listening, I was say had been should renovated. call Marcia. Um, but it's it's certainly decent, and it's right in the village of Florida, so you're walking distance to stores, mm -hmm. uh, to restaurants, mm -hmm. and um, I think it's it's. And fine. I have two rentals in in Rookies right now, above Rookies, which are beautiful apartments with all hardwood floors, two bedrooms, newer kitchens, private uh, washer dryer in there. It comes with the washer dryer, not just a hookup, and. Uh, Parking in the back. There's right? parking. Yep, there's parking. Everyone gets their own assigned spot, but there's also a parking lot back there. So there's room for guests or whatever. And then you're right above rookies. You can run downstairs and get something to eat. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you have to go around the building. <laughs> right. But it's those apartments are great. They're $15.50 a month. They are lovely. And um, yeah, they're very, very lovely apartments. And you should, you know, if anybody needs something like that, it, it's perfect. And um, Mike's apartment—I I can't remember what his rent is. Twenty-two hundred. Twenty-two hundred for the for the nice house. It is, and and you know we're, we're just shocked that they're not that they're not renting. 
So uh, if anybody needs any of those things, let, let us know because we'll be happy to take you over there. Yeah, and then the inventory. The inventory is low, but it's low in the price point that is, that's right, moving. Entry levels. Entry level and, and the above. mid. And, and the mid. Yeah, those, those are the ones that we're short on. We have lots of high-end homes. Um, but the up to 400,000, I would say. I was going to use that as the figure, yes. Uh, those are the ones that we're certainly lacking. So if you think you have a house that's in that price range and you want to um, put it on the market, you're thinking about it, that's one of the things we were actually going to talk about uh, today is, um, you know, why you should sell your house now and, 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 and not wait until next year. But, um, you know, a lot of things are changing. I just was speaking to somebody. I have a, a property, a, a family property that's listed in Hudson County, New Jersey. And that market is changing so much. It, it, they are down like 50%. That's amazing because yeah. that's such a strong market. It's a very strong market. You're just minutes away from the city yeah. and their prices are dropping. What, what town are they in? Uh, uh, this uh, Jersey City, Hoboken. Yeah, which went... Zooming. Hoboken, I mean, it right. is yeah, and Jersey City is in is a perfect location. They have the they have a, a the path train over there, and Hoboken you can get right into the city. They have a light rail in Jersey City as well that brings you to the path train. So it's really a prime location. And when we see a shift in the market over there, it tells me it tells me something. It tells me that maybe next year is not going to be as strong a market here in this we county. Don't we don't know. We don't have yeah. crystal balls, but typically an area like that will see the uh, change before right. we do. We are always the last to see the, the very last. So it may not happen for a year. Or so more. if you're thinking about putting your house on the market, you may want to do it now. I was going to talk about, and we, this is, this is all related, right? It's all related about selling and buying simultaneously. Mm -hmm. um, that's always a conundrum for people. Mm -hmm. Should I put my house on the market if I haven't found anything? What about if I can't find anything? What about if I find something that I like, but I haven't sold my house? So this is <clears throat> something that you should discuss with your realtor. Mm -hmm. um, my thoughts always is that you take a plunge. Um, you should it's a be risk. doing a chance you have to take at the same time. In other words, look at the same time your house is on the market. Depending upon where you are, we could give you an estimate of how long it takes for your house to sell. What is the amount, as we just finished saying, there's very little inventory, so your chances are, <clears throat> excuse me, that you would be selling your house fairly quickly if it's priced right. Right. But at the same time, you may be able to find a house and do what we call a 48-hour knockout clause. And I'll explain that, and Grace will too, Yep, is that you put in an offer, and it's a contingency. So you're protected, but so is the seller. The contingency is that you have to sell your house. Yes. So it, you'll put your offer in, and the, the seller may accept the offer, and then there's this contingency that you have to sell your house first in order to move forward with the purchase that you are trying to do. So you'll, you'll have, um, they call it a 48-hour, because if the seller is going to be advised by their agent, more than likely, 
to continue to show and market the house. If somebody comes in with another offer, they have to come back to you and within 48 hours. And you have 48 hours to decide to remove the contingency or not. So it really just depends on how strong of a market we have, whether or not, you know, another buyer might come in and, and, and try to swoop in and buy the house from underneath you. So usually you go, what it does is you go to contract. Yes, you go to contract. it would be, the, the change would be subject to the completion of the sale of your own home. Right. Because say while you're doing this, someone does put in an offer in your house. And of course, we make sure that they are a strong buyer. And it does it work all the time? No. Does it work many of the times? Yes. Yes. So it's a little bit of a gamble, but both the buyer has nothing to lose except the house, but at least... And neither does the seller. And the seller. So everybody is protected, which is the important factor. The buyer is not caught up buying something they can't afford to buy or committed to a situation. And the seller has the advantage of having a buyer. It's like a bird in the hand but still show the property, and maybe it'll work out. I I mean, I've had it work out many, many times. I mean, I'm doing that right now. I have a house um, that's listed for sale, and I'm taking buyers out this afternoon, you know, uh, and, you know, maybe they're going to find something, maybe they're not. We haven't sold their house yet. It just came on the market. But, they, you know, they need to get out there and see what's available, too, because if they do sell their house, they're going to need a place to to call home. And And as I said, it does work. It doesn't. There have, you know, sometimes what can happen is you could potentially um, rent back your house if you mm-hmm. haven't, you're not able to close on the new house first, before, or right after, like on the same day. A lot of times you do it on the same day or within a day or two. And there's other instances where you may have to find a short term place to live, but we try to make that work for everybody as best we can. Yeah. <clears throat> and you address this with caution. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it is part of our ability to help you buy and sell a house. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's pretty broad. So I think that, you know, it, every situation is individual. It depends on the market, yep. for sure. Depends upon the market. It depends upon where your house, the pricing of your house, um, if it's reasonable. But And also, is it a house that you're, that's a larger house that you're scaling down or a smaller house that you're Moving buying up. a larger one. So those that situation differs also. Mm-hmm. And uh, any other points on this that you think we should make? I think that you, you need to have your pre-approvals absolutely in place, that you have to v- feel comfortable that your um, mortgage person is advising you well. There's, I mean, it's... Not only, you know, I want to buy the house, but there's the financial aspects, too. And this is really important because when you're presenting an offer to a seller who, with that type of contingency, you want to make sure that you have all your ducks in place. Certainly your seller is going to want to know, the seller is going to want to know um, whether or not, you know, how marketable your house is, that kind of thing, before they would even consider having that sort of a contingency on there. You know, they're, they're going to want to know, like, is that I've had people make an offer on something and they haven't even put their house on the market yet. So that's not, there's a little bit more skepticism from the seller, the seller's part. Sure. They want to know about it. And then I've had others who's already sold their house and they are in contract already 
And they're a strong buyer. They're very, so they're a much stronger buyer. And I would, you know, let my client, if they were the seller, know that. And for the person selling their house, you can put in your listing contingent upon purchase of contingent upon seller finding a new home and what we like to put in after that is actively looking Uh, looking yes so that the buyer coming into that marketplace knows that yes you're not going to sell your house until you find something but you're in the marketplace also yes so you know um i had a that exact thing where i had a, a seller and they were buying and they were buying in Rockland County at the time. And Rockland County at that time was a really, really strong market. So it was very difficult. But we're going to take a quick break and keep on listening. And we'll be right back. This is Suzanne Dermody, an associate broker at Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty in the Goshen office. Whether you are a first-time buyer or relocating or a seller, rest assured your journey will be a memorable learning experience. For more information, please visit my website at suzanne.dermody.randrealty.com. S-U-S-A-N-N-E dot D as in David, E-R-M-I-G-N-Y dot randrealty.com. O'Keefe and McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe and McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. This is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. Are you looking for your dream home? Then choose the best, where we pride ourselves on making your dreams a reality. Our professional agents really listen to your wants and needs and deliver using the latest technology combined with good old-fashioned service. Visit randrealty.com for more information. This is Wild Baby Love. I'd like you to join me for Gospel Track Sunday on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. That's Gospel Tracks every Sunday at 6 a.m. for praise and worship with yours truly, Wild Baby Love. Hi, this is Barbara Martinez, Executive Director of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce, inviting you to tune in every Friday at 12 noon to hear all events and happenings in Goshen and beyond, right here on WTBQ, radio worth listening to. WTBQ weather. Partly sunny skies today. Our highs should get into the lower 40s. There'll be more cloudiness for the afternoon than tonight becoming partly cloudy and chilly, low 25 or so, even some lower 20s. A mix of sun and clouds for tomorrow, still on the cold side, 35 to around 40. Fair to partly cloudy tomorrow night, back down into the middle 20s. And for Wednesday, look for a mix of sun and clouds, more sunshine during the morning. Highs will be in the low to mid 40s. I'm WeatherWorks meteorologist Tony Salimo from the WTBQ Weather Center. WTBQ. I'm going to make this place your Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. I am Grace Warren from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty. This is WTBQ Radio worth listening to. We are at 1110, no, yeah, 1110 
on AM and 93.5 on FM. And I am here with Marsha Talbot. And Grace is doing a lot of work today, so I have to (laughs) (laughs) pick it up here. Well, you know what? If anybody would like to give us a call, our number is 845-651-1110. Give us a call and with any questions you might have, we're going to continue talking about should you sell your home? Are well, there seemed to be a question. There was a question, and maybe we didn't answer it. The contingency when you're the seller, mm-hmm. and how long does that take? And how long, if you put in a contingency... If you're a buyer and selling, yes. how long do, do you have to sell your home? It's up to the negotiation. So some people will wait a long time. I just had a situation where the sellers had bought their house with the previous sellers waiting for them to buy. So for this buyer, they've done the same. Oh, that was nice of them. Yes, so it is really up to people. And what's their life if they have to move? Sometimes people have to move quick. Sometimes they have the option of not having to go so fast, so they will wait for you. But there's this 48-hour contingency. I'll just quickly explain that again. So you have a house that you want to buy. You have to sell your house, and you... um, have a 48-hour contingency. Sometimes it's 72 hours. I've seen right. that, too. Right, and not everybody accepts it depends. that either. Right, it depends. <clears throat> and what that means is your seller will continue to market their home. If they get another buyer, a, you know, a real buyer, they, can co- they have to come back to you and say, okay, I have another buyer. You have 24, 48, 72 hours, whatever you agreed upon, to um to have and you have that much time to remove your house sale contingency okay so i want to clarify a real buyer because you are a real buyer you're just not and the terminology that we use is ready willing and able Mm -hmm. so if your house is on the market and you're putting in a contingency clause you're ready and willing but not able so if the buyer who comes to see the house that you want to buy. Another buyer. And the other buyer is ready, willing, and able. They can move ahead. So the whole point of the 48-hour contingency is to get you, you know, you're not able, but you have that opportunity in 48 hours, which doesn't always work out, to become able. So, you know, there's different things people can do in that situation, but sometimes it doesn't work out. It's common in our area to use it, but other areas do not use a contingency clause. So you may be want, you may want to buy in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and they may not honor that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's always dependent. When you're buying in other states, when you're trying to buy a house in another state and you have to sell your house here, that becomes very, very difficult because in other states they can close a deal in a couple of weeks where in New York, we can't do that. I'm laughing as I say, because it's, it is sort of ridiculous. You could go to Arizona and in, you know, three weeks, two weeks, you could be in a house. Right. And that's definitely not the case here. I don't think I've ever seen that happen. Cash transaction. Even two weeks though, is, you know, you still have to wait for title and title here. Our municipals take that long. It's the municipals that take a long time. And that means the building department making sure that there are no open violations. violations. And what happened, I'm going to add something. If you have work done on your house and and you got a permit, you need to close the permit out. Your construction person may not have done that. So it's a very easy thing. You just go to the building department 
and close out those permits because when they do the title search, that will show up that there are open permits. They have to be closed. It's not a big deal. The work has been done. You've had the final inspection. You have to apply for a certificate of occupancy or a certificate of compliance, whatever it might be for whatever work you did. But it, it's okay to do it, and that's, that is one of the things that takes time. Mm-hmm. So you definitely because if you have sure. to get one of the building inspectors come out and inspect something, it's going to take. You have to make an appointment. You have to be home, and they're only going to come between you know probably eight and four o'clock. So you, <laughs> no, you know better than that. <laughs> but you know, it's okay, you because I'm going to have Danny come talk. To you, us. <laughs> you, we should have him on the show. Actually, I know we're going we should to. definitely have we're him on the show. Um, so one of the things, um, which so should you sell your home? And 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 a couple of questions that you might want to ask yourself is you know, are you, do you want to sell your home because your lifestyle's changed, right? Or like, your financial conditions. Your situation. financial, yes. Uh, Many yeah. reasons. Yeah. Or, and the other thing is, can you separate your, your feelings from your home? Because a lot of people have such emotion, such strong emotion tied in to their home. I mean, I know I do. I think it's very hard it's to really do that, hard, especially uh, if you've, you know, if maybe fam- you raised, raised your family, family there, there. you've viv- lived there for so long and you've done things to the house that you wanted for yourself. And it, it does become very emotional. Your pet is in the backyard. <laughs> you know, yeah. All those things that you, you know, that, that your life. You can't really just, you, you know, just, you really have to think about that because I don't know that. People say, oh, yeah, I have to, I want to sell my house. But sometimes they do things that they say they want to sell their house, but then they do things that make their house not be sellable because they have this emotional connection to it. You know, like they don't want to take the photographs off the walls. They, right. you know, they, they don't want to, um, their kid has moved out of their house, you know, back in 1998 and they still have their bedroom like I'm it looked laughing. in 1998. <laughs> Why do you have do you have that, Marcia? We have a visitor. <laughs> um, what I was going to say when you when you say that, um, when we tell people, and this is we all understand very hard that there's photographs of the family or religious symbols. You do not know people coming in your house. Hopefully. It won't offend them, but it doesn't allow them to consider that property for themselves. It, it kind of narrows it a little bit. And one of the reasons, and I think I probably have said this about 500 times already, take the photographs of your whole family off the walls. But they are looking at them. Trust me. They, they are <laughs> looking at these photographs. So do the realtors. Yes. You know, yes. so oh, I, mean, I go on these person. tours and everyone's looking at the picture saying, I know who that is. And you don't want to because what you really it want makes them an association. To well, it's not that. You want them to look at the house. It's, well, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, it, that, of course. But it, you make an association with somebody that you might recognize or whatever. And it, it just, yeah. you just. It, you're moving. It's not going to be your house anymore. It, and But it is hard. And you want someone else to see it as their house. Well, I think what it is, and this is the hardest thing for any of us, if we put our houses on the market, we would be oh, exactly absolutely. I have pictures in the all same over the place. situation. I, I have to tell a funny story. I can remember going into one house. I, I don't remember whose listing it was, but we went in and they had picture frames of people in the walls. But they were the picture, the the pictures that come with the frame. 
Well, that and I'm was, looking at them, and I'm like, wow, those are really attractive people. <laughs> but they were the models in the pictures in the frame. and They wanted a family it's photo. Just, it was so funny, and everyone was looking at them, and I'm thinking, that's hilarious. But well, I guess that solved that problem of trying to recognize who lives in the house. So, But when we say, you know, declutter, it's not, it's not us. It's we're just conveying information that would help you sell a house. And, you know, if this is, was your favorite, favorite color, but we know that the color might be difficult for people. Years ago, you would walk in a house and you would say to somebody, you just have to paint the wall. Well, nowadays, people, there's too much TV shows where everything is super perfect. Um, many and and don't live. Nobody live. Nobody lives the way they have these houses set up. So you've kind of got to find a balance. And I just told my my seller, my new newest seller, like get some baskets. She has a baby, mm-hmm. and there's baby stuff everywhere. I mean, there really is. I mean, she can't help it. She's got to put her baby in the little bouncer or the seat or the high chair. She has to. I, this, that's what she's got to do. But I said to her, look, you need to just be able to remove this stuff quickly if you know that you have a showing. Yeah. So she she got these baskets and she just puts them into the basement when people are coming to see the house. You kind of, you have to do it. Yes. And that's, that is when you have to remo- remove the emotions from, from this whole thing because that, re- I, I believe in some cases that is what stops people from selling a house is the emotional attachment that they have to and the unwillingness to let go. And I don't think that's a conscious thing. I no, think it's, it's not. definitely an unconscious thing where they're saying, this was my house. I love it. I'm not going to change anything. But it's also fearful because where are you going? And, you know, the unknown for many people, very, very difficult. We do recognize that. We try to help you along, hold your hand through it because if your ultimate goal, and when you're thinking about putting your house on the market, that is your goal. That is, mm-hmm. you know, and then it kind of, it's like two steps forward and one step back. And we try to get you over that hurdle. You know, it, it is, we recognize it. It's we, hard. You know. And also, I mean, there's lots of things that we, <laughs> we have. Do not cook liver if you have... <laughs> Or cabbage. Or cabbage. Sorry. Like yesterday, but, we like, all yeah. cooked corned beef well, and cabbage in our houses. Well, if you do it for a short time, it doesn't quite smell so much. People no, used to a, overcook it. But that's, you know, even fish, you know, like just don't, right. you know, if you're get ex- rid of your garbage. If your house is on the market and you're expecting people, keep it as fresh as you can. And I don't mean with that fake smelling stuff. Oh, we were in a house last, yes, last week. week. I thought I was going to have a, an asthma attack because these people had had dogs we all have dogs and you could smell the dog you have dogs i used to have dogs (laughs) and they not only had the dogs but they had these candles these candles burning and i walked in and i could smell the dog smell and i could smell the candle smell and that was you're not covering it up (laughs) right and you're just making it overwhelming the smell was the, the in the living room and dining room, which had hardwood floors, wasn't as strong. But that's also where the candle that's was. That's right. That's what you had said. But if you went into the bedrooms where there was carpeting, carpeting retains that odor. It's just the same as if you're smoking. So make sure to clean your carpets and maybe keep the dogs out of those rooms. And again, 
uh, we're all pet lovers. I mean, I think everybody in Warwick, except maybe three people, <laughs> have either cats, dogs, horses, <laughs> goats. I don't know what. So we all understand that. But so, the house is on the market. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes, and we'll continue on this conversation. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll be right back. Hi, this is Marcia Talbot, a licensed real estate broker of Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, specializing in residential, land, and vintage homes. Rest assured that I will make your experience smooth and pleasant and hold your hand through the entire process. As a resident of Orange County since 1976, I know every nook and cranny of this area. Please contact me at marcia.randrealty.com for the best experience in your buying or selling process. Hi, this is Liz Ridgway, a licensed real estate salesperson specializing in the Orange County, New York and Bergen, Passaic and Sussex County, New Jersey areas. I'm an expert in helping my clients find their dream home and will further assist with the best attorney, mortgage and inspector referrals to make the process a stress-free journey. I'm located out of the Goshen, New York office and my Wyckoff, New Jersey office. Visit me at lizridgway.randrealty.com and get your boxes packed. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty for more than 17 years, and I'm ready to hear your wants and needs, and then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well, and whether you're a buyer or seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com, and let's get together. Hi, I'm Dave Edwards, and I invite you to join me every Tuesday night when we'll showcase a perfect album. I'll start with side one, track one, and we'll play every song in order from the record. A few bonus songs, as well as some trivia, too, right here on WTBQ. Hi, this is Alan Fernandez. Join me at the Jazz Getaway with Miles Davis, John Coltrane, and Duke Ellington and more every Sunday at 7 p.m. on WTBQ. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm Grace Warren from Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty on this bright and beautiful sunny day with my co-host Marsha Talbot, Better Homes and Gardens Rand Realty, and we're gonna continue our conversation. Yes, um, which was we were talking about the emotional the emotional aspects yeah. of selling your home and whether or not you had a dog. and buying a home. I mean, this is a high-stress situation, and um, we recognize that, and it's important that you recognize that because we're doing things that are life-changing, and that always, and it could be wonderful, but it's still stressful. Yeah, I, I, I like clean. to always bring in stories about different different situations and I fake pictures you're gonna do no 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 (laughs) I I have um another seller and they have they have a buyer for their property they've had a buyer for their property since October and they have not been able to close but not because of the buyer it's because of the seller in this case it, so we've had this buyer who's been so patient, patiently waiting for months. I mean, this has been since October, and they've had, um, they were ready to close at Christmas time. So it it they but they still have been waiting, and it's been a situation where it is a, 
um, the the seller, it's an estate. Oh, well, that's part of the reason. It's an estate, and there were some heirs that were out of the country. I had that a few years ago. Yeah, so we, we've had to, you know, get response back. Apparently, there were nine heirs, which I didn't know about at the beginning, and we've had to contact each and one, each one of these heirs. Some of them were like in Canada, some were in Central America. They were all over the place. And there, this is an estate and, and there's a mortgage on the property. So there's really no proceeds at the end of the day. So we did have to contact these people. And one of them is kind of like, they want to do their due diligence. They want to make sure there's no money for them. So these poor people have been waiting, and now we're actually going to try to get them to do an early occupancy agreement so that they can get in the house because they've been waiting. They've been extremely so, patient. So patiently. I don't know that I would have the patience. I mean, they must really want this house. I guess so. So, I, you know, I, that happens too. So it's emotional for a buyer when that, ha- that kind of thing happens, and she, they've obviously already made some kind of a connection to this house. And they really, really want it. So it happens on both ends for both, you know, buyer and seller. Before we continue on this, we did want to bring up something that we, we haven't had a chance to bring up before. And that is about the um, uh, Warwick Playground Dreams. Right. And that's at Stanley Deming Park. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the, let, me, there's, let me give you the... Oh. Is there any? Oh, so it's build a week is coming, and that's how they've decided talked yes. about it, which is April twenty second to twenty eighth. Yes, and it take and the concept is it takes a community to build a playground, and there are three shifts available each day. Um, I'm not going to. I don't know about crew leaders or anything else, but I am going to give you the best uh, way to sign up yeah, to it's do this. Warwick playgrounddreams.org and if you went online and pulled that up there's much more information than we're going to give you but this is it's a seven day event that's happening they're trying to get the the playground built in those seven days i think it's the week before um easter april 22nd through the 28th Uh, easter's at the end of april i can't remember exactly what day it is i think it's after easter well, this is the week at where most of the kids have off, I think. Yes, it's at. That's I why I'm it's, saying it's I that Easter it, break vacation. And you can sign up. They really need help. They don't have as many volunteers as they were hoping, and they need they need like 200 volunteers. I think he, I may be wrong, and somebody call up and correct me, but I think Easter is... 200 volunteers a day is the 20th. Okay. I think... The I 20th think, or 21st, maybe, because 22nd is probably the day. I don't know. And uh, no, I think it's right around that time. So, So, you know, if if there's people that are interested in doing this, you can sign up for it and come out and help. I know we're doing it on the 24th, I believe. I think that's correct. We're going to be working there on the 24th. When I say we, I mean um, the members of our office. We're going to get out there and we're going to be swinging some hammers and, and, and doing some work. Marsha's looking at me like, I'm not swinging a hammer. I can swing a hammer. <laughs> and you don't have to have any experience. I know that song, too. Which song is that? I had a hammer. <laughs> yeah, folk if song. You, you don't have to have any kind of experience to do that. You can just sign up and come. There's going to be leaders for teams, and they will direct you as to what it is that needs to be done. I think a lot of the equipment is, is putting it together. So um, you're, not, you're not building the equipment. And no, they, ma- they are also selling those... Um, 
the the pavers. Yeah, yeah, I think they're fifty dollars for a small paver, and and it can have your name on it. And if you want to donate to that, you can do that as well. And I it's probably on that website. Yeah, go online. The other thing, and we, they're doing it in this office at WTBQ, and at our office, which is support our troops, um, and they need s- small personal items. And so, these are our troops from. Um, from Orange County, and I think there, there's quite, you want to go over the list? Yeah. So there's eye drops, uh, drink mix powder, that doesn't sound so great, uh, foot spray, <laughs> deodorant, hand sanitizer, lip balm, disposable razors, Q-tips, travel-size shampoo and conditioner, travel-size toothpaste, energy bars, nuts and seeds, cookies, gum, Hard, um, hard candy, dried fruit, crackers, rosary beads, greeting cards, playing cards, Bibles, and white socks. And I'm sure there's other things also. Yeah, and you can drop those things off here at, um, at WTBQ, which is on Sanfordville Road, and or you can drop them off at my office. Um, and my, Taylor's yeah. here. She wants to say something just, about uh, that. Just mentioned you, they only want travel size. Mm-hmm. Are, are you shipping them? Yes. Okay. Because that's really good. They're only, we just got word, I talked to the Craigsville in Road at the Veteran Cemetery there. Mm-hmm. And they shipped out a truckload about a week ago. And they are, and I'm dropping off everything we have here before Friday. Because that's. I a, guess that's what we're doing. We're yeah. dropping it off. Yeah. So this week, by the way, is the last week. So you have to have it uh, by Thursday to Craigsville mm-hmm. at, the, at the Goshen Cemetery so that everything is going out. And make sure these are all travel size. Mm-hmm. And by the way, on our website, on the home page, I have the whole list. That's great. So okay. if anybody want to take a look. And you know, most important, a note. Make sure you put a note into Steve and the soldiers there to let them know how important this is. That yeah, that these are all soldiers that are from um, our Orange area, County. right? Orange yeah. County? Correct. There's like 200 of them, is that what? At least. So mm-hmm. I have a question. Um, where would be the best place to buy the travel size things? Well, there are two. Actually, CVS has a whole area on one of the um, one, one aisle, aisle that okay. has all travel size. And I'm sure ShopRite does, too. I just don't know where it is. But I'm sure they have travel size things, too. But I know CVS does. And probably the dollar store. The dollar store store has a lot of those things. Yeah, I would think they would as well. Oh, okay. I mean, it's amazing that they're... That our soldiers don't have these things. Well, that's it is. <laughs> that's a whole you, other discussion. Setting. Did you hear this morning, Steve? Call into us? No, I didn't. No. Oh, okay. I was so he called in preparing from the from the Middle East there, to, which he does periodically to let people know he's okay and what he's which doing. Which is great. Yeah. And to thank everyone for sending all these things, but said the notes were so important. He was so glad that that I asked people to include that. Because that just gives them hope that they are fighting there for us. And to keep reminding them is really important. Yeah. I mean, this is um, something that they're taking time out of their lives. And they're dedicated to doing this or else they wouldn't be. Absolutely. They wouldn't be doing it. And Steve's left four little kids and his wife here, along with the county, although he's on with them all the time. I mean, he is on top of what's going on in the county every day. Thank God for FaceTime and and texting and everything else. So he's still doing it all. And he has a, he has a, an assistant or a, a deputy, right? Yeah, his deputy executive is the one who's um, is, is managing picking, things. Yeah, managing, and you know, Steve's overseeing everything. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Um, but, but it's it, good. We get a lot of calls thanking us for him coming on the air because it, 
you know, they feel better that they heard his voice and he's okay. So we want to thank everyone for their calls. Oh, yeah. oh, that's great. Thank you Thanks. For, for stepping in and talking about it. But it, it, it's, an impo- it's an important thing, and these people really sacrifice a lot to, to do this for us, and uh, we really need to give them credit for it. And get them these little things because they need them. <laughs> well, it's nothing for us, but it means so much for them. I would think, especially being in the Middle East, um, eye drops yeah. because it's, it's the temperature is very different. And the dust. From and the dust from and lip balm, sandy, too. yes, and all the other things also. Foot spray. I, I don't never, know. Can you get that? And I don't know. I you know, don't but know. whatever it is, um, it, it's a help and it's recognition of the sacrifice that yes. our troops are making. Yeah. So, um, so just we don't have that much time left, but let's let's go over a couple of these things here that like it, to see if you're actually ready to sell. I have a little list. I'm just going to kind of we'll read it together, right? So, are you? Can you read this? <laughs> Maybe I'll read it if you can. I I can squint and see it. <laughs> we can both squint. <laughs> so it's just like a little checklist to know whether or not you're really, really ready to sell, and if you are or not. So, so now it's questions that you have to ask yourselves. Are your are the homes in your neighborhood selling quickly? In this case, uh, in Warwick or the surrounding areas, they're selling fairly quickly. I would say within 30 to 60 days, you have an offer on most things if they're priced properly. You're a realtor sh- or should be able to answer that question. it depends question. on your price point. And then um, ha- have the home values in your area shown consistent growth in our area? Yes, and the market analysis would be able to answer that question too because when we do a market analysis, it does show the length of time that the property is on the market and the price and if it's gone up or gone down. So that's, that's helpful. So do you need extra space to accommodate your growing family? A question that you must ask yourself. Or do you have too much space and need less? Right. Um, Goes both ways. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Another question to ask yourself is, have you given up on your home or yard maintenance because you just don't have the time to keep it up? I mean, that is such a big thing because that just deteriorates your property value. We'll continue this list, I guess, next time we come on. Um, But thanks for listening and have a great week.